The following BLTV program is brought to you by O'Flaherty Law. Please enjoy. Welcome, everybody, back to this episode of the, the uh, On Purpose Growth podcast. My name is Brian McDonald, partner here at On Purpose Growth. And uh, today, we're going to have an exciting topic, and I'm going to learn something myself. Um, we're going to uh, be talking about how to have a great business and a great life at the uh, at the same time. And to talk about that, I've got uh, my buddy Shane Torres, who's the CEO and founder of Road to 20 Million, which is a, a coaching and consulting platform uh, for sales professionals. Uh, so he's going to be talking about that. It's going to be exciting. So uh, Shane, thanks for being on. And why don't you give uh, everybody a little bit of your background before we dive in? Yeah, thanks for having me. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'd love to. Um, so I was a general contractor builder prior to 2009, like most, or not most, but a lot. Uh, I lost quite a bit in 2009 and wow. had to file chapter seven and was in foreclosure. And so in 2009, I got into real estate uh, and I was fortunate and blessed that I had a level of success fairly quickly within um Within three years, I was able to do over 20 million in uh, production. Wow. But what I started to quickly realize that if I didn't get smarter with my time and leverage my time more by systemizing and being more organized, I wasn't going to be able to do any of it and still yet have a life. Hmm. So there were a few trigger points um, that, that between conversations with my wife and, you know, different things with my kids that led me to start to get really intentional about getting more organized just as a whole. So that's what led me to get uh, going and and allowed me to scale and get bigger from then on and led us to where we are today. Uh, And where are you guys at today to to, to give people context? Yeah. So, uh, so I still, um, it's a little bit different. So I still Mm -hmm. manage my team. I personally Mm -hmm. haven't been in production in about five years, Mm -hmm. but um, we'll, They'll, they all say, I say, will, they will do over um, probably right around 50 million this year in production right. and, and uh, about 13 million rolling over into 2021. Um, I'm also an owner of our brokerage, which is uh, Remax Concepts. Mm-hmm. And our company will do probably about 1.6 billion this year. We are a, uh, have consistently been a top, uh, 500 power broker company for years. Um, and we have a lot of good high quality agents. So my day to day is helping manage them. Hmm. So um, it, it, what spurned, like what was happening where you, you had to figure out that you needed these systems and, and balance out your life? What, you were, what were you experiencing? Yeah. You know, so the first thing is it was, it was actually an argument with my wife, hmm. um, you know, cause I was making good money, but you know, I was, at, I was, I was in and out a lot. I'd pop in for kid events and I would leave and I was gone again. Um, and, and at the time, you know, I did a thousand BPOs that year. I had to get super organized to do those BPOs, which for, for those who may not know what that is, it stands for broker price opinion, uh, which is just a low level appraisal basically. Yeah. Okay. Um, so anyway, I was having an argument with my wife and she said, uh, I said, I don't understand what all your, what your problem is. I'm at all the kid events. And she said, what about me? And so I'm like, Ooh, that was a gut check. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, So there was, that was a moment. 
uh, and then around the same time, another moment, I took my, uh, at the time, my five-year-old and my three-year-old to the park, and I realized I'd never taken them to the park before. Oh, my gosh. Right, right. That's how bad it was, right? So, you know, my philosophy used to be without work, there's nothing else. And looking back, that's just was the wrong mentality. Hmm. So those were very, those were two things that led me to know that I can't do it all on my own. So I need systems and people to be able to help with that. So when people ask what I do nowadays, I just tell them I manage systems and the systems manage the people. Yeah. I mean, you 1.5 billion, you said, or 1.6 billion. That's a lot the, of companies. 1.6 yeah. billion. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so how did this, you know, you come to this realization, um, how did this journey start then after you came to the realization? Um, I just started looking at what it got really two, two things got really simple. I started because of the amount of, uh, uh, BPOs and stuff I was still doing. I would calendar my day. When I first started, I would jump from this town to this town, to this town, to this town. So then I started calendar my day. So I was just in a radius and then I got super, and it sounds very simple, mm-hmm. but I got super, super intentional about using my calendar and time blocking. And it sounds very redundant because anybody of any success will tell you to time block. Mm-hmm. But I, I didn't until then. And I started. Um, and to this day, I'm very intentional about time blocking. Hmm. So um, what do you find in in regards to before you did that? Were you just a victim of the, the next thing that was in front of your face? Yeah. Yeah. What I found was, is I was just constant. Like you said, next thing I was go, 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 go. Um, I got to the point where I felt like I couldn't, uh, that I was just spinning my wheels and I couldn't uh, catch my breath. Um, Hmm. so putting all those systems and stuff into place. So what I started to do was, um, just listen to other people, watch YouTube, you know, Mm -hmm. just all this and people give ideas what, one of the things I remind everyone, there's no secret to what we're doing in our industry. Somebody's mm-hmm. done it somewhere. So just, you know, take a version you like and do, make it your own. Mm-hmm. That's what the bulk of sales is, is finding something that works. So it's those little compound things that add to big results. Yeah, yeah. do uh, a lot of the small things over and over again, and right. it, it builds up. Right. So, uh so, so you, so you did some time blocking. What, what are the things in regards to systems? Cause I'm sure it just wasn't yep. that. No, that it, wasn't the that. it wasn't that. So what happened was, so we'll, we'll just start with the BPO part. Cause that was yeah. what kind of launched this. Um, I was getting so many orders that I would, uh, when I got up in the morning, I spent the bulk of that time just inputting data into the, the different platforms. Mm-hmm. There was mm-hmm. about a half a dozen different platforms. After a while, I got to the point to where I knew exactly what the company wanted so I could pump out a BPO in about 15 minutes. Wow. Um, but then it got to the point I couldn't, uh, I couldn't uh, um, keep up with the photos I would have to take in the afternoon because I would always, I would, I would take photos in between my appointments as I rounded the town. Um, then, so then I started enlisting my wife to go take photos mm. with my kids. So they would go take photos get me what I need. And I would just do all the data entry and complete the, 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 um, the BPO. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that was a part of the system was having my wife help with those things. If I hadn't have done that, I wouldn't have been able to do so many that first year. Mm-hmm. And then from there, what started to happen is I started getting very heavily into short sales and, and distressed property. 
Hmm. So with that, again, there, there was a system put in place for that for as far as marketing goes and the postcards. And what I ended up doing with the short sales is I took three specific classes on distressed properties and short sales. I took content from every single one of those and I created my own version and created hmm. my, what I call my short sale packet. That is a packet of information that I would send to the clients ahead of time and tell them, I need absolutely everything on this checklist before we can even move forward and start. Hmm. And I would not do it unless they brought me those things. I would not run after those things. They would have to bring them to me. And as long as they would do that, then I would start. So what was the mindset change you had to make? Because uh, I, I can hear, you know, here's how you, here's how I implemented it, but there's, there's something behind that. It's, in my mind, there has to be. Yep. So it was that if they're willing to do these few upfront tasks mm-hmm. for me, because there was such a slow, low success rate on getting short sales approved back then. Okay. If they're willing to do these upfront tasks, they're willing to work with me through the entire process, mm. which could take weeks or it could take months. I had one take 18 months. Wow. And, and I would always tell them we're a team. I am the quarterback. You're mm-hmm. the receiver. You do what I ask when I ask and we'll get through this. And to this day, we have over 95% success rate in completing short sales. Wow. So it was those upfront things that I required that made us so successful. Yeah. So you knew, you figured out what the most important parts are uh, and, and require that they get done. Well, I th- yes. And I think uh, a big part of that is I was going through it at that time. If you remember, I, in the beginning, oh, yeah, I, said, yeah. I was going through foreclosure personally. So I knew what needed to be done because I was doing it myself. Uh, so how did, how did, um, structuring yourself this way, like requiring, putting together the system and then requiring the, the client or the prospect to, to put that stuff together. How did it change your work and your business life with that improvement? I was, you know, so, so uh, I was able to, at, at that time, I was able to manage because of the systems I had in place, 50 to 60 short sales by myself. I did not have an assistant at that time. Wow. So I did all the follow-up. I did everything myself. Um, So it made my life a lot easier by systemizing that. And I knew with that particular, uh, those types of sales that like I followed up with banks every morning, Tuesday and Friday. Hmm. Called every single one of those banks or emailed or whatever platform they preferred. But what it allowed me to do, it was a launching pad for my real estate business that allowed me to, it essentially got me out of, uh, out of, out of the debt I was in. Yeah. Um, not a hundred percent, but it was a start. Right. Um, that got me back on track. So I was able to then provide for my family again and be the supporter that I needed to be. I mean, prior to that, did you even, or ever think that you had the ability to manage that much business at one time? Oh, no, 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 no. When I got into real estate, my only goal was, you know, I was thinking if I could do, you know, maybe 5 million, 8 million, Mm -hmm. that'd be enough to get me out of what I was, the mess I was in. And I remember back then, um, thinking who the number one agent. And I was like, if I could only do just a little bit of what they did, yeah. it'd be great. And we blew by them in three years. So no, oh, I've never, 
even now I've never, you know, I've never set out to do what, what we're doing today or what I'm doing today. I've adjusted along the way. Yeah. Well, and what's, what's the value of 50 short sales at once? What estimated value? Oh man, they are all over the place. Um, probably if we're talking dollars, probably 450, 500 GCI. Wow. Uh, I mean, you, you probably blew, <laughs> blew your numbers out of the water with uh, being able to uh, <laughs> manage that many at one time. Yeah, we did. It was, it was good. But like I said, that, that after a while, because what started to happen is the short sale business would started to trickle down a little mm -hmm. bit, but we were becoming so well known on social media and in the market traditional business was growing at the same time. So we actually, once I started adding people, we started, we doubled three years in a row um, before it leveled out a little bit for a year. Really? Ago, and then I started going up again. Well, so so you, you more than doubled three years in a row, plateaued a little bit, and then started repeating that again? Yes. Oh my gosh, man. And growing again, yes. Um, so was this you know, putting in systems, was that then foundational that you just kept building on top of? Yes. Yeah. I mean, it started one system at a time, um, mm -hmm. you know, dating back to the uh, BPOs and, you know, the, I, and actually I share this story is my first uh, short sale postcard. Okay. Um, the, and, and because that to, we still use a postcard to this day based on that first template and I'm horrible at writing, but I got that idea from a class I was in. So I literally took a picture of their picture of their presentation. I put that on my postcard. Oh. Um, and, and I would, uh, to save money, I printed it myself. I cut it myself. My kids put a stamp on it and we mailed them out monthly. Hmm. Single month. So, so how did the conversations with, uh, you know, your wife and or your kids change as you started implementing these systems? Um, we were able to, do more there were, I, I was i was able to be home more hmm. be able to be more present um i didn't always have to check my phone when it would go off and don't get me wrong i'm still guilty of that sometimes yeah uh but i was i was able to do those things more but i was also able to um i started learning early on the value of time over money um mm -hmm. and I, I was able to explain to my kids and i still to this day that you can always make more money but you cannot make more time mm. and so i focus on that a lot um, when i speak to them uh about just life and business yeah i mean uh we can we can never get we, we can never get the time back right this moment right. is now and uh, you know and ultimately that's it uh, so um you're you know you start building these systems you start implementing them um how did um, this thinking grow? Like, uh, how did your mind and, and how you approach business change by approaching it this way? Um, I literally just looked at every aspect that we were doing in business and I, and I knew I, I needed to document it. Hmm. I needed to process it because people come and go. If you have the systems in place, you could have a quick transition with people um, and, be, and not miss a beat and be up and running within a week or so. Hmm. Um, with a new person. So then as I wanted to add more things, I knew ahead of time I wanted to systemize it. And again, the thing is, is anything that we've ever added has rarely been unique. 
mm-hmm. to real estate or market in general. So I would Google what I wanted to do and I would make a version of my own. Hmm. And I would just constantly do that. And that's what I train all the agents that are, that are with us um, to do also, because there are no secrets to what we do. Somebody's done it somewhere. Mm-hmm. So, and so anytime I want to do something different, I just create a system for it. Hmm. And, uh, and then you're just teaching these agents how to work in a systematized world, if you will. Correct. Uh, correct. Cause I want, again, I want everyone to have a good uh, revenue, but yet a good life. And I will go on and we step back for a second here. Sure. At this point um, I'm the visionary. I cr- come up with the ideas, but someone else is implementing them. So why is that important to bring up? Uh, they're better at it than I am. Mm. I mean, I winged it back in the day cause I could. Um, but I, if you look back now, like let's just say that first postcard, I'm like, Oh, what was I thinking? You know, but it worked. Yeah. It worked. So, um, but yeah, I have, you have to have people who are better and skilled, more skilled at you for the, the visual and the, again, I'm not a good writer. So, mm-hmm. you know, you want some, good punctuation and grammar. I am not your guy. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm not. So I'm the visionary. So uh, in regards to the, the, you know, the agents are um, in your road to 20 million, you know, business, what, what are the things that people get hung up on that they need to either get over or, or adjust that you, that you see has the most potential in it? It's really two things, actually. Um, one, they're always like, oh, well, you know, I can't do this with the system or I can't have this person help me because my clients just want to work with me. They only want it because mm. I'm so great. No, they want good service. They don't care if it's you or someone else. They yeah. want good service. So as long as you build a system and you put surround yourself with people that mm-hmm. provide good service, it won't be a problem. Hmm. And the other f- aspect of it is people are, and I'll, I'll admit I was the same way. Yeah, other people are so nervous to bring on help or hire help because, uh, you know, it costs money. But if you can pay an admin, let's just say between thirty and fifty thousand a year, and they make you a hundred to two hundred mm-hmm. more, was it worth it? Absolutely. So getting past that hurdle of adding people, um, you know, nobody can do it like I'm going to do it type thing. So what? Yeah, yeah, right. So we're yeah. probably going to do it better. They could, right? It's it's why you're the visionary, and right. you have other people do things, right? Right. Uh, so, um, it's you know helping people understand that you don't have to do it; that somebody else uh, ultimately can do it. And um, you know what else? What else are they? Well, here's running? the crazy thing nowadays. Chances are, there's a technology that will do it for you. Mm there's, there's artificial intelligence. There's, there's, there's virtual admin. There's, I mean, there's all sorts of options mm-hmm. that could do it for you. If you flashback. So today I have four personal staff that work for me. Okay. Um, and, uh, and they manage a lot of companies cause I have other investment companies and stuff like that. If it was just the real estate side of things, I could go down to one person and, and use the te- and use the technologies that are available nowadays compared to back then really the only reason i can justify all four still is because they manage multiple companies for me yeah and they, and they probably keep you out of trouble from uh, meddling and things right <laughs> they do yeah uh, they handle all that 
so if if somebody is out there struggling saying hey this you know this all sounds great but uh, I just you know I gotta do everything on my own or I don't even know where to start on systems what, what would you tell them um I usually that's kind of a trick question because okay I, I try to really dissect and it sounds cliche but what what's their why what moves them what, oh. why do they get up and then from there because I don't like focusing on the dollar amount I want to focus on what they want to do with the dollar amount yeah and then I reverse engineer it from there to determine where to start oh that's so everybody's a little different because personalities yeah. and goals are different not everyone is set out to be a mega team or a huge team mm -hmm. some people just want to be comfortable and be them that's you know so my my thing with road to 20 million is what what someone's 20 million is could be someone's 5 million yeah it's, it's all relevant it's just how you scale it yeah uh and what do you find is getting in their way to uh to do that um self-doubt uncertainty um again ego everyone mm. wants to be work with just me that's ego that's not true um so those are usually the, the main things yeah it's uh <laughs> you know when i stopped realizing that it had to be me, I started making more money, which <laughs> yeah, exactly. it, it's amazing, right? It's, mm -hmm. you know, it's, uh, you know, it's amazing. So, um, so in your road to 20 million, uh, are you, what types of uh, clients are you working with? So, uh, because, um, obviously I, I'm real estate background, mm -hmm. uh, it is heavily focused in real estate. Um, there are a few builders, um, general contractors. Cause again, that's my background. Mm -hmm. Um, also, uh, that I work with, um, I think it's very, uh, so a couple of investors. So mm -hmm. it's really anything, obviously I, I want to be knowledgeable about what I'm saying and doing. So mm -hmm. they're really things that I've done personally. Yeah. I do think that's a, what's a little bit unique about me is I've done the, the, you know, fall to the bottom and come back up. Mm -hmm. I've done the real estate. I've done investing. I've done home building and general contracting, um, there's, so it's encompassing on all those. I've helped insurance agents. Um, yeah. Very not, tangential not, to what you're doing. But sells or sells. It could be, uh, eyeglasses. It could be real estate. It could be auto parts, sells or sells. Yeah. So, um, so you've lost everything before yes. and now you've built something that's even greater. Does, does, systematizing everything make you feel more at ease or more comfortable? Um, it definitely helps. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think there's a lot of factors that, that make me more comfortable, more at ease. I can honestly say the biggest one, uh, quite honestly, is probably going through the bankruptcy. Um, it's mm. something that I would never want to wish on anybody, but mm -hmm. I'm, quite honestly, I learned so much from it that um, it, it led me to where I'm at today. Um, I, I, I say a lot, I'm a wealth of knowledge of what not to do. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, yeah, it part, I mean, the systems, um, help make it flow easy so that when you, like you said, make you rest a little bit is yeah. that I feel comfortable knowing that I can leave for two weeks and business is still going to go all yeah. across the board. Um, I didn't have that before. Yeah. And then, uh, 
you know, you mentioned, you know, self, you know, self-doubt, how has already been through that give you more confidence? Um, you know, once you're there, there's, you know, only place you can go is up. Yeah. Right. You know, uh, I've anything that we've done, um, I've adjusted and adapted along the way and mm-hmm. I just watch everybody around me and if opportunities have presented themselves, I've taken advantage of them. Yeah. That's great. So, right. And, and you would think that because of what I went through, I wouldn't be as have such a high risk tolerance. I'm extremely calculated, but I still have a pretty high risk tolerance. And I mean, honestly, I don't think I would be at the level I'm at um, or we're at if I didn't have such a high risk tolerance and accomplish what we have in such a short period of time. Well, so how has um, what you've gone through with everything, right? Not just the, the bankruptcy, but everything. How does, um, uh, how does that add to help you calculate risk or maneuver through risk? Yeah. The biggest difference is, um, so I, again, I analyze everything. I just analyze very quickly. The biggest mm-hmm. difference between now and then one, I made sure I had a good base underneath of me before I got into, I started to diversify into other things. Okay. Back then everything, all of my companies were tied to new construction. Okay. Of some sort, which took a hit mm-hmm. nowadays and for the past however many years, they're not tied together. Yes, they're all a little bit relevant, but they're not tied together. So if there's a down month in one business, the other months can help balance everything out or the other businesses can help balance everything out if there's a down month. So when I look at risk, I look at, okay, you know, I, I try to look two to three years out and that's okay. really hard because all these opportunities, you know, if you would have asked me a few years ago, if I would want, if I, if I was going to be where I am today, I would have said no. Hmm. But as the opportunities come up and I continue to analyze them, you know, if there's, it makes sense. And I know that I can cover the basis. If there's a down month, then I'll do it. So are you, when you're, when you're looking at things, these things, are you also looking at, Hey, what's the possibility of being able to systematize this and what can systems do for it? Yep, exactly. So like we'll use buying some, we, we bought a few brokerages in the past couple of years okay. that doesn't have the technologies and the systems that we have. Hmm. So I would look at them and be like, okay, they have too much overhead and payroll with our systems. We can get rid of this. We can get rid of that. We can add this back in. And within 12 months, we're going to generate this much revenue because of these, you know, combination of these things. So um, that's, that is a huge part of it. So it's, so it sounds like even established businesses um, who, you know, have been around that great creating revenue are actually missing the mark because they're not systematized and you can leverage that. Absolutely. Yeah. Any company we've bought, um, the moment we've implemented our systems, their, their agent base has been, been more productive. Wow. That's uh, that's amazing. What we tell them uh, when we do this is we're not coming in. We don't want to change what you're doing. We just want to add to it and streamline what you um, uh, and make it more efficient. Hmm. So, you know, as we wrap up here and, you know, to the listeners or people watching, what's, mm-hmm. what's one thing, what's a misconception people have about um, having a good life, 
and having a good business at the same time? If they're not, if they can't balance that out, what's a misconception they have about um, it? That infamous time balance. Oh, they are not the same. You can have a good quality of life and you can have a good work-life balance. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean you have a time balance. Okay. So to do what I do, I get up around three, anywhere from 3.15 to 3.30 in the morning. Okay. Because I want to be home at night for my family. To mm. do that, I have to get up earlier. You cannot continue to get up at whatever time, 8, 9, 10 o'clock, mm-hmm. and still be home at 5 a.m. or 5 p.m., I'm sorry, and, and right. expect results. So life balance does not equal time, time balance. So it sounds like what it, it's the quality of time that you have right. than, than necessarily more of it, right? We all have got 24 hours, right? right. Uh, it's, it's about being present and, and quality of time, actually, whether it's at work or at home. Correct. Interesting. Yep, correct. Right. Listen, yeah. Well, listen. It was uh, it was awesome having you on. What share with everybody where they can find you and and uh, and, and if they want to get in contact with you and learn yeah. more about Road to Million, Road to Twenty Million. Yeah. So the website's Road to Twenty Million dot com. Um, Facebook's uh, Road to Twenty Million. Uh, you can uh, my personal page is Shane Therese. Um, you might you got to type in real estate because there's also a comedian with my same name. So oh, okay. <laughs> he'll come up first. I'm just saying. Um, but uh, yeah, so those two places would be the best way. Cool. And if you're listening or watching to this, don't worry if you didn't write that down. Uh, we've got it posted wherever you're listening or watching this. So um, you look around in the show notes and uh, you'll be able to find those links. Uh, and, uh, and again, Shane, thanks for being on, man. This was, uh, this was great. It's always an interesting topic for me. So uh, I appreciate you being on. No, thanks for having me. It was fun. Cool. And thanks everybody for tuning into this episode of the On Purpose Grow podcast. We'll see you on the next one. Take care.